Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Slam your body down and zig a zig ah. If you're just tuning into the show, Everyone's Better Than Me is an advice and improvement podcast where I get better with the help of uh, a guest who is better than me at something. Uh, Hopefully you can get better too. But uh, frankly, I don't like it when people think that they're better than me. So I have a little prank that I'm going to pull on them, uh, something to bring them down to size. But they don't need to worry about that. Uh, Our special guest today is Critter Fink, uh, one of the hosts of Catherine Critter's Copacabana, self-proclaimed fashion icon, and uh, a New York City comedian. Critter, welcome to the show. Oh my god, thank you so much for having me, Cameron. I'm very happy to be here. Critter, I am excited to talk today about getting better at fashion, especially from a self-proclaimed fashion icon. Uh, but before we get into the topic, uh, I do have a couple of guest uh, get-to-know-you questions and fan-submitted questions. Uh, so we'll go through those really quick. Um, just first off, as we always start, how do you and I know each other? Uh, we famously know each other through Backyard Baseball in Open Mic in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Uh, so yeah, the, the open mic scene, famously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, uh, eagle-eared listeners will notice that I uh, meet a lot of comics through uh, the Brooklyn open mic scene because um, uh, there are some great people out there, uh, including Critter. So uh, it's a good time. Went... It's a good time in the Brooklyn open mic comedy scene for sure. Uh, well, next question: um, Instead of the five stages of grief denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, someone is going through the five stages of Critter. What are those stages? And please make sure you say them in order. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I feel like the five stages of Critter, um, it always, it starts with chaos, utter chaos. Sure, Um, that makes sense. You know, I, you know, we're lost in a room, we're confused, um, but we're having a good time. Um, so I think it starts with chaos. The next stage of Critter is perhaps introspection. We're going within. We're really, we're going deep. We're looking at all of our faults. We're reflecting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're, we've done chaos. We've done, we've, we've gone inward. We have three stages left, if you will. Um, <laughs> I think the next stage of Critter is a literal stage. Um, a performance. A performance, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're physically on a stage. And that's the third stage of Critter. And then the fourth stage of Critter is somehow grief. Um, and then the fifth stage of Critter is just absolute like unfiltered joy. And those are the five stages of Critter. That makes a lot of sense to me. I think it's interesting. Uh, uh, It starts with chaos um, and ends with unfiltered joy, which I think are are similar in sort of a inverse reflective way. And I think that's sort of really beautiful. So um, it's, it's a full circle sort of a situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And I'm glad because that's actually the exact answer I had written down as well. So perfect. Um, Next question. Uh, you and I are the founding gods of a new pantheon. What are we the gods of? And if there are any other gods in the pantheon, who are they and what are they the gods of? Um, great question. So I think I would be the god of 
like dried flowers. Um, I did just look over to vase like a vase of dried flowers, mm-hmm. but I think they represent something really special here. Sure. Um, which is that they are dead, but also really beautiful, really pretty to look at. Um, and I think that's kind of my vibe. I, I think that's I think that's very powerful actually. A a god of sort of both death and beauty um is pretty wild. There's well, something wh- profound there. There's something profound there. And and, and and so then am am I uh, a god as well? Uh maybe of something in your direct eyesight. In my direct eyesight, I would say It doesn't this, have to be. No, but it's going to be. Um I would say you're the <laughs> You're definitely like the god of like a really of like all the really chic floor lamps in the world um Mm -hmm. again because it's something that we all quote unquote need um but the more beautiful that we go with the floor lamps i think increases the level of beauty in the world and so i think yeah being a god of beautiful really chic floor lamps i think that's really where i see you land cameron Perfect. So it sounds like maybe all of the gods in this pantheon are a god of something and also beauty. Like there's just and there also beauty. Yeah. Yes, that's key for me. Wonderful. Are are there any other gods in this pantheon, uh, or or is it just us? I would say it's mostly just us. But we could. I think the I think the word the the phrase demigod exists. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know that I know what it means, but I think there could be some demigods in our sure. pantheon. Anyone in particular come to mind? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, do we need actual people? Do Do you want actual? No, names? it doesn't matter. Or okay, okay. No, the no, whole no. honestly, <laughs> these questions and the podcast and everything else about it is all made up, so it really doesn't. I mean, it's all no, what we wanted to no, be. No, I think. I yeah. think you know what? Let's just do. Let's. Do, I think it's just me and you, Cameron. This is a. It's a duo. In Wonderful. This pantheon. Uh, perfect. Well, those have been the get to know you questions. Um, we're going to jump right into the fan submitted questions. As you probably know, we have fans all around the world and they like to send in questions for our guests who are experts on helping people get better. So uh, let's jump right into it. Um, this question says, I swallowed a slide whistle. Well, in actuality, I had a slide whistle medically installed in my trachea. I thought it would be fun and interesting and funny, like it is in the cartoons when someone swallows a whistle and it makes that up and down sound in funny times. And I was right. It is fun, interesting, and funny. But is making eating things like spaghetti really tough because the pasta keeps getting stuck on the metal loop part of the slide whistle? How can I still enjoy my favorite food, spaghetti, with my new feature, slide whistle, installed in my trachea? And that's from Yankel Agathi from Crotone, Italy. Oh, Yanko. Oh my god. Girl, I get it. I get it. Um, I would say to answer that question, it's actually going to be more of not so literal, but just kind of sort of like being okay with like your new reality. Um, and I think it's okay to eat your favorite food, spaghetti, and sort of experience this whistling noise. And if you just keep going unafraid i think you'll get to the other side of this wonderful so uh yeah you know take the there there might be some plain pain with this pleasure but you know uh that's oh, you can it, learn to enjoy is, that absolutely if this is a painful thing that's not something i'm going to be able to help you with today oh, okay. um but working through that and sort of 
just ignoring any warning signs of pain or that it might be problematic for you. I think just get that out of your head, you know, just enjoy your life, enjoy your favorite things. Wonderful. Well, our next question is this. Fire bad, yes, but no times misfire. Mean fire good? Fire be good and fire be bad all times? And that's from the Honorable Wenton Chamberberry, Baron of West Pentonmanshire, DDS. Total, 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 total. So I think my, my firm opinion, my almost unchangeable opinion on this is that fire bad when fire hot... But if fire, if fire really hot, sometimes you can make beautiful little glass stuff. Oh. But also firing, firing someone who is mm. bad can be good, unless unless you're the person getting fired. So depending on the fire, it can be both good and bad. And I think that is uh, probably the best answer that you could possibly give. Um, so thank you for that, Critter. And I'm sure that uh, uh, Baron Ch- Chanderberry will probably get a lot of help out of that. Wonderful. Well, those have been the uh, guests and fan-submitted questions. Uh, it's now time to move on to the topic at hand, which is fashion. I'm really excited to get better at fashion. Um, I suggested that my producer, Gene, um, that uh, they could be sort of the fashion guinea pig for this episode. Um, and they seem to have misunderstood because uh, they're currently here uh, standing uh, wearing a giant guinea pig costume. Um, so I don't know how you're going to get clothes on that, Gene. But um, uh, anyway, uh, let's, that's not uh, what I'm really worried about. Um, uh, you are a self-proclaimed fashion icon, Critter. Um, I think it would be a great way to start out. How do you define fashion? What is fashion to you? So fashion to me earnestly is just like the deci- the decisions we make when we're getting dressed every day um and i think a lot goes into that decision i think you know it, it, a lot of decisions uh leading up to that like what to have in your closet what you can pull from i think that is all a version of fashion i think the level of participation you have in getting dressed every day or just like the level of um Oh, no, now I'm trying to be, like, too earnest, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's, like, <clears throat> the decision to um, participate actively in, like, this world of fashion. Like, not everyone has to, but some people choose to. Mm-hmm. And I I wake up every day and I choose to, like, engage with clothing as an art form. And I have, like, a lot of reverence for this idea of fashion. But I also have a lot of reverence for... Um, However, anyone perceives fashion because I think fashion can be anything. Interesting. I, I this is um, I think that was a great definition of fashion and and one that I find a bit inspiring, really. Um, so maybe you've sort of answered this next question. Um, what can getting better at fashion do for me? So getting better at fashion can do a few things. It can always improve, like. You know, self-image, self-confidence if you just feel fabulous, but also just, like, arming yourself with fashion knowledge can kind of allow yourself to, um, like, feel better about what you're already wearing. Um, I think if you can... Sometimes we put too many labels on ourselves, but I think if you can, like, give yourself, a, like, sort of, like, a fashion archetype of, like, what you are, then you can... F- 
you can find your little place in this this crazy world a bit easier. Um, I th- I think that's a great answer, and it, but I do think it has triggered the the gotcha alarm, which is going off right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, sort of some of the things that I was hearing is uh, about ways that I can um, sort of present myself. Uh, with my fashion, with my clothing uh, as sort of artwork. And so um, if you're so good at at fashion, then you should be able to argue against uh, uh, our prank here. Um, Mulberry, who is the president of the New Rochelle, New York nudist community, um, uh, Mulberry has been pretty adamant that I I shouldn't get better at fashion. Um, uh, So Mulberry, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, Cameron, for having me. I'm currently not wearing any clothes. Let me just make that known right off the bat. Uh, per- well, that sort of that sort of gets into my first question um, uh, that I was going to ask both of you all. Uh, maybe I'll give you some time to reassess your answer. Um, what are you wearing today? Is my first question, Critter. Do you want to um, talk about your fashion that you're presenting today? Absolutely. So right up top, we have a very chic leopard baseball hat that I spent too much money on. Um, And then in terms of jewelry, I have two big rings um, because I think if you want to prove that you're good at fashion, you should wear big, big rings. And then I'm wearing a really fun thrifted sweater. Um, And then I'm wearing my um, dead relative's pants. So I think that's really fun if you can go secondhand with that. And then I have pink shoes, but they're going to go ahead and be over there. But they are part of the outfit. But the pink shoe is really key. Uh, It certainly sounds like uh, quite an outfit. Um, Mulberry, (laughs) what are you wearing today? Uh, Well, as mentioned before, I am currently wearing nothing. Um, Today is a work-from-home day for me. Uh, I specifically work from home to avoid wearing clothes as much as possible. Um, so usually when I'm working, I, I like to wear nothing. Right now, I have not a single piece of fabric, piece of cloth, nothing on other than my glasses, as I cannot see without them. Uh, do you want to speak on the glasses at all? Are they... Um... Oh, those I uh, I found on the side of the street one day, and I was like, you know, actually, my vision is kind of bad, so I brought them to one of those eye people... Um, I put on some cloths that I found as well to get there. They wouldn't allow me in without mm-hmm. clothes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got them uh, fixed to uh, my vision. Um, they are broken. They're ugly. Um, they may not seem fashionable, but they do the job. And that's that's what's needed. Uh, interesting. Well, I, I I don't know. I From the little bit that I've understood from Critter so far, it sounds like uh, ugly itself could be a fashion if that's what you're choosing to go for. Am I off base here? I think ugly is so subjective and, you know, those glasses may be ugly to you, but they may be absolutely chic and really slay to someone else. So I think that's something that you're failing to consider. And I think the decision to use thrifted and secondhand um, in a sort of like found object is actually a really beautiful story and a true testament to how much you do care about fashion. What was the eye doctor who who said the glasses were ugly? Um, but I do appreciate that. I do understand uh, that perspective as well. Uh, I just wanted to check in real quick. Mulberry, you said you're working from home. Um, uh, yes. What do you do? Yes. What is your profession? 
Um, well, I do some uh, freelance work, you know, design. Uh, we live in a little uh, community in the forest. Uh, we have little cabins here. You know, the internet, obviously, internet access and all that. Um, but we like to keep our going out minimal um, mm-hmm. because going out tends to require clothing. It tends to require, you know, these choices, all the choices that you had to make that Critter was mentioning before, you know, this decision of what to wear. That's very stressful to me. Um, so I try to minimize that stress by uh, staying home, working from home, doing a lot of things from home, and uh, wearing as little as possible. Uh, I don't know, Critter. That uh, sounded a bit convincing to me. I don't like being stressed either. Um, you know, sometimes I can get a bit of choice paralysis. Uh, maybe it would be better for me to take the nudist lifestyle, um, not make any choices, just go full nude. Um, do you have a counter-argument? You know, I think it's a really fair point to make. It is a lot easier to just go full nudist. And I actually might be on your side. I think nudism is really fun and actually really special. Um, I just think that fashion is more fun and more really special. Um, But that's just because I have a lot of fun decorating my naked body. But if you don't derive joy or pleasure from decorating your naked body and you prefer it just to sort of be out and about, then I think that's a beautiful journey for you to be on. So it really just depends on where you want to derive your joy from. I derive my joy from what I put on my body. But if you want to rock out with your cock out, if you will then I think that's really amazing. Uh, I think that's pretty compelling stuff there, Mulberry. Um, have, you, have you thought about it in that way? Maybe that you're not, maybe you're not, you know, stripping, by putting clothes on, you're not stripping away your nudist identity, but rather you are just a nudist who is putting clothes on a nude body. Like you're still, you're still nude just underneath your clothes. Exactly. Uh, yes, uh, I do think of it like that when I do have to put on clothes to do things such as um, getting Taco Bell at 2 in the morning when I'm craving a late night snack. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually I like to stay um, nude. You know, I feel like that represents me best. Um, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe when I was born I was in the nude. Okay. And I believe um, that represents who I should be. Um, that represents what I should wear all the time, which is nothing. I, um, I think there's an so argument to be made, Mulberry, not to, not to interrupt you, but I think there's an argument to be made that no before you were born, um, that maybe you weren't nude. Maybe you were sort of uh, wearing, you know, the, your mother's womb, so to speak. You were accessorizing with an umbilical cord. <laughs> well, I have not thought about it like that. Um, I have not really heard about umbilical cords being in fashion um, maybe if they were, that might change my mind. Umbilical about, cords know, are the very in vogue, very in vogue right now. Oh, I might have to take some notes on that, um, get some new uh, fabrics, some new cloths, um, by way of umbilical cords. Sure, sure. Uh, Mulberry, I was wondering, uh, you know, not having to make a choice uh, is certainly a pro for nudism. I was, I was wondering, are, do you have other benefits to being a nudist? You know, um... Top, uh, maybe this is a question for both of you for your own arguments. Um, uh, Mulberry, what are the top three reasons to be a nudist? And, and then Critter, what are the top three reasons to uh, be into fashion? 
Well, I would say uh, one major reason to being a nudist, um, of course, is to minimize the stress levels of having to choose uh, what you want to wear every single day. Okay. Um, I much less stress in my daily life. Um, get my work done quicker, much easier. Um, number two, I would say the sense of community. I have found many people who um, in this colony who uh, have the same beliefs, who also tend to not wear clothes on the daily, who also work from home, who only wear clothes when they have to do things like go to Taco mm-hmm. Bell. Um, we have the same sense of belief, and we do we have a lot of fun activities together. Um, and the third thing I would say is mainly I just like um, spreading the word about the colony as well. Um, some places it might not be legal. Some places it may be harder to do, such as in large cities with people around. And we're trying to spread this. We're trying to make it uh, more known. Um, we're trying to get more people in our community. So mainly just uh, minimizing stress and increasing community and pretty much increasing happiness overall. And, and Critter, top three reasons uh, to be into fashion? Okay, so I do have my top three reasons. I do also want to note that um, one of the few times that I have participated in nudism is when I was at Taco Bell at two in the morning. So, so I just I want to be clear that you can be naked at Taco Bell at two in the morning. So I just I want to not at mine. Well, that's something that you need to bring up with management, and that's not on me. Right. Um, so, but and then so so my top three for why we should participate in fashion. Um, I would say one for just to engage with this point of like stress level, um, engaging with fashion reduces stress because it's, um, sort of a, it's a, uh, it's a graph, you know, if you mm-hmm. increase your amount of slay, mm-hmm. the stress goes down. The more people who are impressed by what you're wearing, stress level down. It's really how I get through my day to day life. Um, and then points two and three are both just about how I have found some success at putting together outfits and I don't feel like finding other things to be successful at. So I don't know how that helps anyone else, but that is how it helps me personally. So... Um, both, uh, all very compelling arguments from both of you. Um, we, we are sort of running up on time, so I, I want to address a couple of things and then maybe move on to our last question. Um, uh, one, I, Critter, I love that response about how it helps you get better and that it might not help other people. I think that that's you know, really great, actually. Uh, fashion should be a, a, a personal journey, um, one that uh, you get pleasure at, that the, the, the betterment of it. Um, benefits you. It doesn't need to benefit other people. Um, uh, and as someone who uh, people have said, uh, you know, looks hot as shit uh, today, lots of times. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm also really good at it. So, uh, and, and and to your uh, issues, Mulberry, uh, about the Taco Bell. Have you considered that maybe it wasn't two a.m. when you went? Maybe two a.m. is like a strict no n- nude time at the Taco Bell, or maybe. Uh, are you familiar with daylight savings time? I've heard of that. Um, sometimes we don't. We forget to switch our clocks. I may have been there at one a.m. or three a.m. Um, and those times, I'm not a hundred percent sure if those times are as free um, with the clothing choices. So I may have been in the wrong there. Um, I will definitely investigate the next time I'm feeling a hankering for a cheesy gordita crunch at around two. Uh, I'd also like to point out. I think that. Um, I know, uh, and and this is not a, a show sponsored by Taco Bell, um, though it could be. 
uh, if you're listening, Yum Brands. Uh, but I know that Taco Bell is really interested in terracycling and reusing a lot of their products for other things. You know, the, the sauce packets, you can send in bulk to be recycled. Um, uh, they're trying to be more eco-friendly and eco-conscious with some of their other things. And one of the things that Critter is telling us today is that fashion is sort of about making choices um, to sort of glorify yourself, to, to uh, improve yourself. Um, maybe, since it sounds like you're so interested in Taco Bell, Mulberry, that um, you could consider fashion items made from Taco Bell packets, for example. Um, you know, ma- that, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Actually. Definitely something I've seen hitting the markets recently is Taco Bell packet fashion. So I think that's actually going to be huge for this fall. Uh, I, I I would warn, though, um, a, and maybe this gets back to a little bit of our answer to uh, Yankel's uh, fan submitted question earlier um, about sort of the, the possible pain that could be involved in this uh, pleasure, that if you are nude underneath, um, if you have any Diablo sauce, it could uh, irritate orifices, I, I guess. Um, uh, well, perfect. Um uh, I, I just have a final question I wanted to ask both of you all um, about your specific topics. Uh, how will I know when I've gotten better at fashion or nudism, in your case, Mulberry? Um, I would say you get gotten better at nudism when you realize you start thinking less about the choices with the clothes, when you start feeling more comfortable with less, with the whatever you have on, whatever you can find. If you want to wear something, that's okay. But it doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't need to look good to others. Whatever looks good to you, that's fine. But you can um, turn other things into clothes. The, so- the Taco Bell sauce packets. The more things that seem like they can be clothes, the more the, and the less that you wear, the more nudist mind that you have. I got a little lost in that answer, I'm going to be honest. But perfect. Uh, I'll keep it in mind. I did um, as well. Wonderful. And Critter, how will I know when I've gotten better at fashion? Okay, so you will know that you have gotten better at fashion. Okay, so have you ever had the experience of you're just you're walking down the street and you see someone who is just wearing an absolutely incredible outfit and it just like ruins your day because you know that their outfit is better than yours. Um, I have this experience not that often, to be honest, because I know that when I walk down the street, I'm ruining other people's days. Um, because my outfit is so good. So when you know that when you can when you can successfully walk down the sidewalk and just really feel yourself ruining other people's days because your outfit is so good, that's when you will know that you have gotten better at fashion. Excellent. I love that answer. Um, uh, well, well, thank you both for being on the show. Um, Critter, I have a couple of uh, closing questions, but um, we'll let uh, uh, we'll let Mulberry leave here. Um, um, Mulberry, any parting words before you head off? Um, um, well, thank you, Cameron, for being here. Um, thank you, Critter, as well, for your um, tips on fashion. I will consider bringing in a non-nudist night to the colony um, to incorporate maybe the Taco Bell hot sauce packets in umbilical cord fashion. Again, thank you for having me. Oh, it was great chatting with you, Mulberry. I'm very, I, I wish you great successes in the nudism community. Thank you. I wish you success as well in your fashion community. Well, Critter, I think this has uh, been really great talking with Mulberry. Uh, I'm excited uh, to see uh, the Taco Bell 
um, uh, sort of prenatal fashion trends um, take off. Uh, and when they do, um, you know, you heard it here first. So don't forget that. Uh, you heard it here first. That is right. Well, wonderful, Critter. Uh, uh, before we close out, um, you know, we're always trying to get better on Everyone's Better Than Me. Um, and one of those ways is uh, making the show better. Um, how could this episode have gone better? <laughs> I feel like this episode went literally perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like perhaps if we were all collectively somewhere tropical, it could have been 10 to 15% better. That that actually sounds like a great improvement. I will um, once Jean gets out of this guinea pig costume, I'll uh, I'll ask them to look into um, purchasing tickets for our, a future recording. Um, wonderful. Well, we also have a tagline that we uh, say at the end of every episode. We ask our guests to uh, help us improve that tagline by adding to it, subtracting from it, changing it in any way they want to. Um, it is currently Paul will call you. Um, and so would you like to change that in any way, add to it, subtract from it, whatever you want to do to spice up the tagline and uh, make it better. And we'll wrap up the episode with that. Um, okay, so I th- okay, so it obviously needs to be significantly longer. I think it should be that. And then just in addition to that, you should read the entire track list from Hilary Duff's debut album, Metamorphosis. Perfect, and we'll we'll wrap up the episode with that. Uh, well, Critter, it's been so great talking to you and listening to you, and I'm sure the audience has enjoyed listening to you as well. Where they, can they listen to more of you, see more of you? How can they find out more about this uh, good uh, Critter stuff? <laughs> you can join the Critterverse, um, mostly just on Instagram, um, at thinkyouup, or just, I'm the only Critter Fink on Instagram. I'm pretty easy to find. And then, yes, you can come see me at Catherine and Critter's Copacabana. The next one will be April 29th. And then you can find us on Instagram at Copacabana Comedy. Wonderful. And that is a great show, having attended myself. Uh, I would certainly recommend that you do as well, if you're able. Um, Perfect. Well, uh, thank you so much, Critter, for being on the show. Uh, And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Jared Cruz for helping with the prank in today's episode. Uh, get in contact with me with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, Paul will call you. So yesterday, come clean, working it out. Little voice, where did I go right? Anywhere but here, the math, love is just. Sweet 16, party up, metamorphosis, inner strength, why not? Thanks for listening.